Well guys, welcome back to another edition, another episode, another roller coaster, chaos, argy bargy, chit chat, another episode of the Moor Army podcast, how you all doing out there? Hope you are all keeping well as always, thank you for tuning in once again to the podcast here today, um, whether you're listening to us here in the morning, good morning, good afternoon or good evening, whatever time of the day it is you're listening to us, welcome back once again for another episode. So, how's your weekend been since the last time I spoke to you last Tuesday? Apologies for no podcast last Thursday guys, just one of those days, I explained it all in my, in my YouTube video uh, a few days ago. Just hadn't had a chance to get down to a podcast last Thursday. It was just absolutely chaotic. I, the last three or four days have just been non-stop for me. So I have decided to sit down over the weekend and try and figure out a plan to make sure I deliver these podcasts every single week now because I've skipped a few, which is not good. I need to be more consistent. But I'm back today to talk about some things that are popping up in the latest news across the UK and beyond. And answer a lot of your questions as I always do here in the podcast. So, by the way, yes guys, hello. Hope you all had a great weekend. No matter what you were up to, a lot of you were in contact with me over the weekend. In relation to some of the recent videos that I put up on my YouTube channel, which you can go and subscribe to right now, Moor Army YouTube channel. Um, some of you were contacting me about uh, the formal videos that I put up, about Brick. Uh, preparing for the formal. And then heading off to another formal this past weekend. Uh, with her partner Paul, a lot of you were in touch with me about Brooke's dress, how well she looked, and just basically overall genuine love from all of you. And I want to start off the podcast today by saying thank you. Um, I did obviously let Brooke know about all your uh, comments, and she was over the moon. So, guys, thank you for that. Um, all the girls contacted me saying that they. Loved her dress, and a lot of even a lot of guys come in saying she looked really well, and I should be proud of her, which I am, of course. So, what anybody anybody did contact me, guys, on over the internet over the weekend, there. Thank you, I appreciate it. it means a lot, and it means a lot to Brooke too as well, because uh, yeah, she she loved all the lovely comments from you guys. So, thank you very much for that. I do appreciate it. But anyway. What have I got to talk to you about today on the podcast? i got plenty to talk about today. Plenty to talk about today. i got a load of questions from you guys as well, which is great. Um, some subject I want to talk about on the podcast today. Um, we had the Super Bowl at the weekend, which was massive news coming out of the United States. Uh, anybody out there who have has home broadband, we've got some home bro- good home broadband news. For a lot of you guys out there as well. We've got some news on the company Nestle. Yes, the ones who make all the beautiful chocolate biscuits and bars of chocolate and whatnot. Yes, we've got some news on them. So we have, and also guys, is the snow going to be returning there? We did have a bit of snow last week. But some news has come out that apparently there's going to be heavy snow on the way. And also we're going to be talking about the lovely little Prime Minister in England. Mr. Rishi Sunak, the balloon head, Ronan Rat, as I like to call him here on the Murami podcast. But anyway, yes, let's get into some of your, uh, obviously we're going to get into some of your questions as well. But before I go any further in the podcast today, obviously I like to get the, that's what I like to call the housekeeping out of the way. To let you know, let you guys know how you can contact us here on the program. 
you can contact us by first of all emailing us which we'll get loads of emails every week which is moorarmypodcast at yahoo.com it's moorarmypodcast at yahoo.com also you can contact me on social media by the following methods facebook which is moor army youtube channel on facebook please send us a question in on there or drop us a like on that page i would appreciate it and also you want to contact me on instagram it's official matthew moor on instagram I'm not on X, I'm not on Twitter, whatever you want to call it. No, I'm, glad, I'm actually glad I'm not on that there. Especially for some of the stuff that have been popping up on the news the last few days and some people have been telling me over the weekend about the song on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now. Disgusting. Um, yes, and also guys, if you want to uh, get in touch with us or you want to buy some of the wonderful Moor Army merchandise, you can contact us on the website, which is moorarmy.co. UK, or as the Americans like to call it, .co.uk. You can get all your Moor Army merchandise from the podcast, the YouTube channel, and also you can check out all our social media pictures, or vlogs, or bits and bobs, all on one place, which is moorarmy.co.uk. Right, let's get into some of the stuff today. <laughs> let's talk about the Prime Minister. Did anybody see that? open form thing last night that it was on TV. I didn't watch it live, but I saw some clips this morning on YouTube. I saw some clips on my phone last night of our wonderful, corrupt, I call him, Ronan Rat lookalike. The little fucking weasel rat, Rishi Sunak. The one who I couldn't trust as far as I could throw. Same as Bumble and Boris, same as all the other ones. Couldn't trust them as far as you could throw them. But anyway, yes, he was on an open public forum thing last night on, what channel was it on, GB News, where he got absolutely freaking slated on that, so he did, about immigration, COVID, all the stuff you could think of, and this guy got absolutely fucking slated on there, so he did. Yeah, he got slated, especially one guy I saw on, where did I see it on, was it Facebook, I think it was, or was it YouTube, I can't even remember. But I was sitting there watching it last night going, right, here we go. This guy stood up, he was from Scotland, and he literally tore into him about the COVID vaccine, how it affected him, how it's actually killed people, the lies that they corrupted over COVID, especially whenever Jeanette McCrankey was in charge of Scotland, uh, Nicola Sturgeoner, who's basically run away with her, at the minute with her tail between her legs because the wee bitch knows fine rightly the damage that she caused to Scotland trying to make Scotland an independent country, which is a lot of people in Scotland didn't even want because they wanted them still to be part of the UK and all the corruption that she was involved in. And again, Mr. Sunak uh, likes to obviously make the typical politician, of course, like bullshit excuses and bullshit lies. The, the, the stuff that he was answering back with, which was just total bullshit and it wasn't good enough. And he just kept mentioning, oh, there's a compensation thing set up there now for people with vaccine mishaps and blah, blah, blah. My question would be, how can money bring back someone who's died of the vaccine? How can some money bring back the damage that that we bitch caused to Scotland? You know, all the stuff that she lied about, all the corruption that she ran, the damage that she caused the businesses. Can't break... Uh, 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 Paying people a, a few quid to shut them up, to give them a wee bit of compensation, can't bring back their business, can't bring back all this, their livelihoods that they lost during the lockdowns and all the crap that we went through. 
And it wasn't just that there. They were talking about, you know, immigration and stuff like that, about stopping the boats coming into the UK and stopping all that crap that's going on. Even problems here in Northern Ireland with that as well, the minute too, which obviously a lot of people should be answering these questions. Because, I mean, I've saw recent posts, especially here in the, in the town that I live in, about the hotel in the town I live in, about them bringing more of them in. And a lot of, I, mean, I would say about 97, 98% of the comments that I've seen on certain posts, on certain pages that represent this town, on the likes of social media, people are saying, no, get them out. And again, guys, I've abundantly made myself clear on this podcast that if you're coming into the UK and you come in like everybody else does and you work and you pay pay your taxes and you work hard, you're not a dangerous society like a lot of these ones are, and you pay your way and you work hard like everybody else, I have no issue with you at all. I have friends, guys, who live in this country, as I said many times, from the likes of the Philippines and Spanish and I know German people and the Italian people, you know, and they work hard and they pay their taxes and they pay their way and they work hard and they're a credit to society. But when these ones are coming in who are, and I've seen this, and I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and say this, I've seen like grooming underage girls, I've seen you know sex trafficking, I've seen murders, I've seen robberies, I've seen, you name it, it's happened. And people have been caught in the UK and in Northern Ireland and Ireland. Just look at what they're doing down south. They're burning out the fucking hotels and getting rid of them because they don't want them down there anymore because of the damage and problems that they're causing them down south. I have no issues whatsoever with people coming in to, to, to legally come into the country and work hard and whatever else and pay, pay their taxes like everybody else and be a credit to society. Brilliant. But it's all these illegal immigrants they're bringing in who don't want to work, who are a danger. Mostly men. Not women and children. Mostly men. Especially in this town, I've seen recently posts as well on social media. People are pissed off with this. There's been protests and stuff like that. And our wonderful Prime Minister, Mr. Rishi Sunak, stood there last night and was like a fucking deer in the headlights. And I'm just being totally honest with you. I don't want to get too angry on the podcast because at the end of the day, it's we rats like Rishi Sunak that make me cross. He's a multi-millionaire, almost a billionaire, who's married to a billionaire. And do you really think he gives a shit? He couldn't care less. I, I don't care what he says. They said they were going to stop these boats coming in. And they're going to stop this and do this and do that. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. And in my opinion. In my opinion. Now this is my opinion. Growing up as a boy. I'm watching this happen in front of my eyes for years. This immigration problem in the UK started getting bad. Whenever Tony Blair was the Prime Minister. Maggie, if Maggie Thatcher was still around to this day. She wouldn't stop with that bullshit. Hell no. As much as she was an old bitch and a lot of people didn't like her. But when Tony Blair became Prime Minister, the immigration started to rise. And that's my opinion. Call me wrong. I don't know. Argue with me. You know, say whatever you want. That's my opinion. I've seen it happen and then grow on as the years go by. But recently now, since this world that we live in now, where you can't say nothing about anybody and it's too offensive and it's too... You know, if you say the wrong thing, you get cancelled. Like, I've had many people contact me about my podcast and say, you should be cancelled because of what you said about this one, that one. Well, if you don't like what I have to say, then turn the fucking podcast off, as I always say. Turn the podcast off. Don't listen. Go and listen to something else. I'm giving my view on this as an independent. So, anyway, watching that clown, Sunak, trying to, should we say, weasel his way out of some answers. Typical political answers. No clue. Honestly, I don't even know why he's became Prime Minister. I don't know. 
But when it comes around to the next election, I reckon he'll be on his way out the door. Another Prime Minister gone in, in recent years. I mean, since COVID, we've had Boris. We've had flipping your wee girl, what do you call her? I can't even remember her name. Her talks with the fucking Lisp who only lasted like 40 days. I can't even remember. Liz Truss. Can I remember her name this morning? Um, we've had that many Prime Ministers come through the door. We've had that many health ministers. We've had all these different people just haven't got a clue. It's like a conveyor belt in a, t- in a toy factory. They're all just coming through. Every week, there's something happening new. And this or one Starmer from Labour. He's an order clown too as well. Can you imagine him being Prime Minister? It'd be even really worse. But no, guys, just watching that on the Prime Minister on GB News was just watching it and it was just like, oh my God. And fair play to that guy from Scotland standing up to him and ripping him apart. Fair play to him. I applaud the guy for doing it. Because these are the questions that need to be asked. And this is the problem with the world now. There's questions that need to be asked about a lot of things in this world. And people are afraid to talk, speak up now because of the, the, the consequences, because of people saying, oh, if you say this against the grain, against the whatever, you'll be cancelled. You'll never be heard of again. You're a racist. You're this. You're that. Bullshit. Where's the world that we live in where we used to have free speech? The world that I grew up in as a kid, in the 80s and in the, in the 90s as well, where you, if you had an opinion, you could say your opinion. I'm not saying you could go around like being racist or slanderous toward people. If you have something to say about a certain situation, you could, you could have an opinion. Nowadays, you can't. Because if you say the wrong thing now, people cry like babies and run off like we millennials and go, Oh, you're my feelings. Oh, cancel him. I kiss my ass, as I always say. You know, the word, people should be given an opinion. People should be given a choice. You know, and I'm not encouraging people to go out there and be nasty to people or be evil to people. Not by a long shot. But at the end of the day, if you have an opinion on something, you should have a right as a, as a human being and as a citizen to speak up and say your opinion towards things. And if people don't like what you have to say, then keep their fucking opinions to themselves. <laughs> I've been saying this for a long time on this podcast, especially. You know what I mean? Because people always contact me and say, oh, but Matthew, you have a big big following on YouTube and all, you can put videos out in your YouTube channel. Why should I jeopardise losing all my family memories and over two odd thousand videos for some wee fucking troll sitting there that doesn't like me get me cancelled? That's why I created the Mirror Army podcast where I can come on and talk about things and have an opinion on things like the news and whatever else and listen to you guys and debate with you guys, which I love hearing from you all the time. Now, I do obviously get the occasional wee troll who worms his way into the into the system and likes to be a wee fucking smart arse, but I always like to weed the wee fuckers out and just tell them where to go. Don't like what I gotta say? On your bike. But in closing this subject, Sunak, if you haven't seen any of the clips, go on YouTube, guys. You can see them. He, he's just basically weaseling his way out of things that he... He's just a... I don't know. He's just one of them ones that just like... I, 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 I never liked him from the start. Never trusted him, never liked him. Him, Hancock, Johnson, the lot of them, never liked him. But fair play to that guy last night for standing up to him and ripping him apart. And these people who stood up to him last night in that form and said, right, we want answers and we want answers now. No bullshit, no women around, no beating around the bush, just tell us how it is. And fair play to those people, so I applaud them for that. But moving on, guys. Uh, last Sunday night was a big night in the United States as you all know probably a lot of you there who do watch this I watched it I don't, this is the only time I ever watch American football is the Super Bowl because a lot of you people out there ask me all the time do you watch American football? I don't if it's, if it's on and I'm flicking through the channels I'll have a wee quick Jeffy Duke at it and then move on but I do like to watch the Super Bowl 
and it's not just because of the halftime show. It's because of the whole the the whole event because it's a big thing. By the way, the Super Bowl was last past Sunday. Um, you know, it was a great game. The Kansas City uh, Chiefs beat the, the famous San Francisco 49ers. So they did. So in overtime. It was uh, an interesting game. Uh, crowd was electric as always. Some of the prices for tickets for that fucking Super Bowl is insane. I heard people were paying like 60 and 70 grand for a seat. Like... A normal seat, because it's near it's near uh, pit side. And I'm going to myself, what? People in the nosebleeds were paying like eight and nine grand for a fucking seat for a fucking American football game. Jesus, man, I was like, fucking hell, like seriously. But the positive news coming out of it was it was obviously a massive event as it always is every year, and it's watched around the world by, and I mean like millions of people. But Super Bowl 2024 was the most watched uh, United States TV broadcast since 1969, which was the time when the very first moon landing. So records were broken. Uh, we statement here released by the NFL saying that this year's Super Bowl was watched by an average of 123.4 million people in the United States, making it the most watched broadcast since 1969's moon landing. Uh, the US TV ratings put Sunday's game just behind Apollo 11's historic uh, landing, which was seen in an estimate of 125 to 150 million people, which was unbelievable. Um, there was a lot of talk related into the game about Taylor Swift and stuff. There was, because apparently she's dating one of the, the fellows who uh, plays for one of the teams but anyway no I mean I watched it and I watched the halftime show which to be quite honest with you this year wasn't overly great Usher it was alright but it could have been better Um, but the game was entertaining I mean I don't know all the rules of American football but I watch it anyway because it's entertaining Um, I have a lot of people who've contacted me for this podcast today asked me if I want to talk about the Super Bowl (laughs) um so yeah, I mean, it was obviously it's a happening. It's a big thing in America. Uh, every single year, it's the same with me and obviously me and Lewis. We we watch WWE wrestling, so they're big. Their Super Bowl every year is WrestleMania. WWE had a commercial on during the the halftime show, the halftime proceedings. I also saw the price of the commercials actually for the Super Bowl. Apparently, companies were paying around about seven million dollars just to have a thirty second advertisement during the fucking Super Bowl. Seven million. Aye, hold on, wait the will here. Bob's Bakery from Belfast is going to advertise in the Super Bowl and pay £7 million, even though he wouldn't lift £7 million in as many years of trading. <laughs> £7 million for a fucking advertisement. WWE put an advertisement out for it for WrestleMania, which was incredible. Um, I'll say hats off to them for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl is a big thing in America and people love it in the States. Um I don't think I will ever ever attend the Super Bowl, to be quite honest with you guys, before he's asked, because the price of tickets are just absolutely fucking scandalous. I thought going to like Champions League finals were crazy, or going to a WrestleMania is crazy, or a big stadium show, but fuck me, the price of the Super Bowl tickets, you have to like sell a kidney, or sell a lung, or sell your fucking house to go to a fucking Super Bowl game, unless you're a millionaire, of course, like, but... um. But no, it was a, it was a good. I enjoyed it for what I watched of it, and the halftime show could have been a little bit better. But 
it was it was a half decent game and I thoroughly enjoyed it. A lot of people seem to watch the Super Bowl, even though that every year, even though they don't watch it like myself. So, you know, could you say I'm a part time supporter? Probably a few friends of mine who are on my personal Facebook who have known personally friends of mine for years of like they watch it religiously. Guy I go to used to go to school with, he was my class in school, Mark. A different mark and then the guy I talked about before in the, on the podcast um, he's been watching American football since he was fucking god knows what age and he's a big fan of one of the teams and you always see his posts on Facebook all the time popping up watching his favourite team and stuff so um, yeah it, it's a happening but the fact that there's over 126 million people watching on TV it's crazy absolutely crazy but um, no it, it was it was interesting I enjoyed it it was a good night. Lewis and I watched it together. Bit of a late one, going to bed, but it was good. We th- we actually thoroughly enjoyed it. But 126 million people watching it. It's fucking crazy. Right, guys, moving on. Um, the Norway subject. Uh, anybody there, home broadband users? These stories popped up today. Um, broadband speeds in your home. This is a good thing, by the way. Some good news, even though some broadband providers cost you an absolute fucking arm and a leg just to have broadband. Broadband providers have now announced OpenReach, the company who provides the likes of BT and other sources for like the, 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 the actual setups, basically, for other networks as well, um, to provide, obviously, broadband to homes, have announced that they will be boosting um, speeds for homes, confirming starting in April time all across the UK. Um, their OpenReach is doubling the maximum download speed from nine the average home, which is 900 megabytes, which is probably like the mainland or if you've got a business broadband um, here in, the, in Northern Ireland, which I have a business broadband account in my home. Um, they can boost it from 900 to 1.8 gigabytes per second. 1.8 gig, fuck. Here, do you remember, tell you a story. Do you remember the days back in the, the days of dial-up internet from any, any of my older listeners? Dial-up broadband, we used to like plug it in, used to have the cracking noises and the beep 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 and all that shitty sounds and then if it didn't work oh jeez my first broadband provider I ever got whenever I first moved out from home was like 2 meg of speed (laughs) 2 megabytes like what the fuck was 2 meg like 2 megabytes which was just (laughs) slow as a fucking snail and then I remember when I got broadband it was like 80 meg it was like oh my god I got 80 megabytes of speed this is incredible you know and now you're getting up to 1.8 gig. Which is just insane. Like downloading a, a, an album off the internet or streaming or downloading a movie onto your PlayStation or your device or whatever could be like literally bumped on like seconds. Which is just... It's crazy. Um, oh, I don't know. It, 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 it just to confirm as well, it... The open rates actually sorry here I forgot I did say to you they provide the service for other networks. Open rates provide for BT, EE, Sky, Talk Talk, and Plusnet here. Speaking of Plusnet, I know a few people from the mainland in England who hate Plusnet said it's the worst fucking service they've ever had in their life. Um, as long as you have here's the thing as well as long as you have a full fiber connection in your home, open rates will be boosting it. Um, for anybody here in Northern Ireland or Ireland in general, they will be boosting theirs over the next few months as well. Um, but the the fastest speed of broadband will be the BTs and the uh, EE. A lot of people keep talking about this EE broadband. I don't, I don't know. 
whether they trust EE or not. I really don't. I've heard all mixed reports about it, but I've heard they're really, really quick. So, huh? But again, I don't know. I, 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 I'm with BT. I have a BT business broadband account because of my work and stuff. So, I'm happy enough. So, uploading vlogs and all for me is quite quick, which is phenomenal. I mean, I'm going to upload a four and a half, five gig, 4K file for a, a 10 or 12 minute vlog in, what, three minutes, four minutes, which is fantastic. Compared to years ago, it took fucking two hours. Hours. This was crazy. So yes, you'll probably be able to get letters from your broadband providers in the UK stating that obviously your speed will be increasing. So, and if you have any further questions about it, contact your broadband provider because I would say to them because they are announcing this um, all over the UK, and broadband providers will be getting uh, our broadband customers sorry, will be receiving letters in the post, obviously in due course. But if you haven't received one, obviously contact your provider to see when obviously your broadband is going to be boosted in your area. So, all good. Good news for once in the podcast. Some sad news. Uh, before I went to some of your questions today, Nestle announced a big thing over the weekend. There, um, They've launched uh, new chocolates to replace the discontinued bars of chocolate that they have uh, decided to take away. Um, it says here, Nestle have sparked debate amongst chocolate fans as they scrapped three of their popular items that they confirmed last week that they will be getting rid of. Um... Breakaway bars and Yorkie bars. Why the fuck are they taking Yorkie bars away for? I used to eat Yorkie bars when I was a kid. Have one that maybe once a year, maybe as well. Now they're taking them all away. Breakaway biscuits with the one of the greatest biscuits ever to dunk in your tea. You know what I mean? Here, anybody out there want to know what what's the best biscuit to dunk in your tea? You know you've got the likes of your rich tea biscuits, which crumble. Your hobnobs, which could dunk all day. You know, your chocolate digestive biscuits. And now they're taking away breakaway biscuits and Yorkie bars. Now, here's the thing I want to talk about this. This actually really annoyed me. This was a good few years ago. Years ago, Yorkie bars had a wee slogan on it for a laugh. Because Yorkie bars was majority uh, by men for some reason. Not being sexist, by the way, in case anybody gets triggered out there now and starts pulling their fucking hair out. Oh, my God, he triggered me again. Oh, here comes the trigger. Thumb a fishing rod into the pond of trolls and I'm pulling out a troll. Um, years ago it said on it, um, not Yorkie bars, what did it say on it? Not not just just for men or not for men or not for women or whatever it was, but some wee slogan anyway. And all the wee fucking namby pamby fucking easily offended boohooers come out and went, get that cancelled, get that ticket off the shelves. So they took it off the bar and I Nestle have replaced it and they've took it off the shelves. Um, also, they're going to start making the Caramac biscuits after 60 years as well. So they're, they're replacing it with, oh God almighty, a new version of the Bischoff Biscuits and a Kit Kat Chunky White. They're literally taking everything away now, aren't they? All the, all the good stuff's been in this world's being taken away. I know we're only really talking about a fucking biscuit here. like, But Nestle are getting a backlash on social media about this because I've done a bit of digging up about this before I brought it onto the podcast. And a lot of people are saying like, I know obviously it's a bit stupid. You're probably talking, Matthew, you're talking about a fucking biscuit here. Like, wind your neck in. But the point is, is that they're, they're taking all the wee, the wee simple pleasures away in life. You know what I mean? And I used to love a Yorkie bar now and again, like as a kid growing up, and now they're taking them off the shelves. Damn you, Nestle to hell. Taking away all my good pleasures in life. I'm kidding. <laughs> but there you go. It just shows you. But anyway, yes, guys, one final thing we want to go on to today as well is... I've <laughs> now, well, it was last week we had a bit of snow here. It was a week before last. We had a bit of snow here in Northern Ireland. 
bit of snow, more 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 so in the countryside towards the border of the Southern Ireland and stuff, heavy type snow. England got a bit of snow and stuff like that, but now it's come out here to this morning that all of the UK and Ireland, including North and South of Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Scotland especially, fuck me, I wanted to be up in Scotland right now, but by the end of February, there's going to be a, a an unbelievable amount of snow coming to the UK. Um, it's been confirmed um, by all media, so all websites or weather sources right across, including the Met Office, and um, they should brace themselves for the, in the whole of the UK and Ireland um, for at least up to two foot of snow. And as temperatures dropping in Scotland, especially up as far as minus eight. So starting on the last week of February, which I'm hoping it's not next fucking week because Lewis and I are away next week. Um, prepare yourselves, guys, because apparently it is going to happen. You're probably thinking, ah, yeah, more snow. It's going to be like a wee sprinkle or something or whatever. All the so- sources across the UK and all, all weather sources are all saying the same thing. They're all singing from the same hymn sheet today, guys, that apparently this heavy snow is on its way. So prepare yourself. So, so it's coming so it is by the way guys before I want to some of your questions today I want to obviously let you know a lot of you have been contacting me about this uh, 100th episode of the podcast and I'm just wanting to let you know yes we're going to start doing some podcasts on video moving forward um, we're also going to be getting that all set up there's going to be a new format to the show a completely new look to the, the podcast there's going to be a new uh, sort of like way it's being presented to you, should we say. It's going to be presented to you in a different format, um, which I think a lot of people out there are going to like. Instead of me just sitting talking for an hour every week and talking absolute shite, I'm going to have a few things I want to talk about on the podcast. Um, so yes, a lot of you have been pressurizing me, should I say. No, you got to do a video podcast. Even my daughter said to me the other day, Dad, you got to do a video podcast. Because people prefer video podcasts where if they can't watch you that week, at least they can listen to you on the on the go. So I'm thinking, right, okay, I'm going to have to get that all set up now. So leave it with me. I'm, I'm, I'm on the ball at the minute. I'm getting it sorted. So just thought I'd let you guys know because I know a lot of you are listening to me every week. So yes, the it is happening. The ball is rolling. Give me time. So, Right. Let's go on to some of your questions, guys, here on the podcast today. I'm going to make this a bit of a shorter one today because I've got a pretty busy day ahead of me uh, this afternoon. And then i got to go and uh, get my working day started too as well and get an a few things sorted, of get this podcast out. I've got a couple of vlogs I want to put out too as well. Um, as well, so quite a lot to do. And i got some filming to do as well, so it's going to be a busy, busy day for me. But anyway, yes, guys, moving into some of your questions. Let's get into some of your questions. First of all, on the email. Right, I've got Colin here on the first email. Says, hey, Matthew, enjoy listening to your podcast every week. I've started watching the new series of Gladiators, as I heard you talking about it on the podcast a few weeks ago. I've started watching it on the BBC iPlayer. I know, I know the BBC iPlayer, but it's the only source I can actually get to watch it on. But I must say, I'm actually really enjoying it. I used to watch it growing up as a kid in the early 90s. And my favourite gladiator was Wolf and Jet. Can I ask you who your favourite gladiators was back in the day as well, growing up as a young boy? 
I have also watched American Gladiators clips on YouTube, but nothing beats the British Gladiators show. Brings back some great family memories of Saturday evening, sitting around the television with the family, enjoying watching that, along with other great classic British TV shows on a Saturday evening. You don't get things like that anymore. Your thoughts? Right, okay, well my favourite gladiator, well, I mean, mid-90s I was a teenage boy. Obviously you have a crush on the likes of Jet and, and Lightning and, you know, as much as people didn't like Wolf, Wolf was a character, he obviously competed in the, in the gladiators itself, but obviously he was a character as well for the audience, the younger audience as well, like trying to scur the kids away and being the big bad wolf as he was called, you know, and ugh, he was entertaining at the end of the day, you know. Um, but yeah, Lightning and Jet for me as a young lad growing up, you know, it's like when you're a teenage boy and you see these beautiful women and then you sort of go, oh, that's a crush. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, the old Gladiators was awesome. Uh, I must say, um, as I said, the yes, I know, BBC, I have been watching it in the evening times. Um, yes, it's actually quite good. Um, I've saw, I haven't saw the last two because obviously being away at football and whatever else. So, but um, yeah. It, it, it's it's good to see and the, the must have messed as hard as it annoys me to say this because I don't like the BBC they are doing a quite good job of it so they are so people are enjoying it so it's good so it is but uh, yeah I've enjoyed it I, I, the, the days back in the it'll never be like the original back in the day you know what I mean back in the day it was just an incredible programme it was watched by millions of people every weekend millions of people this is before the, the likes of streaming and Netflix and all that stuff you get online now and stuff, but my God, the amount of people used to watch TV on a Saturday night, you know, and as you say about the old classic TV programs used to get on a Saturday night, like, you know, like Blind Date and Gladiators and all the different shows used to have throughout the years, You Bet, and my God, some of, this are, and some of the Saturday night TV you see now, it's just, it's unwatchable. Like Love Island, yeah, I know. Because I'm just looking through the emails here and I've got another one here I want to talk about. Love Island. Oh, God, please. No, not Love Island. Oh, dear God. If we got here, Stephanie's mailed me here saying, Hey, Matthew, can I ask you for your podcast this week? Have you been watching Love Island this year? Sweetheart, I would rather put matchsticks in my eyeballs. I'd rather go outside and count the, the blades of grass in my front garden. I would rather uh, look for a needle in a haystack. I'd rather watch paint dry. I'd rather... I don't know, walk 2,000 miles to have an ice cream. No, thank you. I have more important things to do than watch Love Island. And a lot of you are going to probably come on top of me, but I don't give a shit. I can't stand Love Island. I'm sorry. I just don't like it. It's a program that's just, oh, why would you waste your time watching that program? I've already spoke about it before on on, on the podcast. And I, oh, no. I can't. I, I I can't even force myself to watch it. I remember was it a couple of years ago when I was when I was still with Sandra at the time. She had it on her TV one time, and it was like, "Why are you watching this crap?" And she's like, "Let's try it and see." And I must have looked at it for about not even a minute and went, "Done. See ya." No, not my cup of tea. I can't. No, I, I, no, thank you. Too many snowflakes. No, thank you. Not for me, but thank you for your email. <laughs> Appreciate it. I can't. I just cannot stand doing it. No. 
no thank you. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's get on to another one here. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry if I've offended anybody who watches Love Island. I just can't seem to... I can't even look at it. It's just like, no thank you. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, just the thoughts of watching it. Nice game, no thank you. Right, I've one here on the email from... Let's have a look here. Albert. It's an old-fashioned name, Albert. I think I had an Albert a few weeks ago, didn't I? If I remember. Uh, Albert says, Hi Matthew, how are you sir? Enjoy listening to your podcast every single week. I listen to you while I'm out walking my dog, rehabbing my hip surgery that I had six months ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that, Albert. Um, well, thank you for tuning into the podcast. My wife was originally from Northern Ireland, but unfortunately she passed away in 2018 all of a sudden. I miss her dearly every day, so when I hear some podcasts and see some shows from Northern Ireland, it always reminds me of her. We met back in the day whenever I was deployed in Northern Ireland during the Troubles in the Army, but whenever I hear a Northern Ireland accent, I always think of her back home. I came across your YouTube channel during lockdown, which I've watched. My wife came originally from Enniskillen, but we always visited Bangor, where you live many a time during the times of the good days of Bangor, where it was a proper seaside town, as I can see now and hear from what you talk about on your podcast that Bangor has been down to the toilet. Which is true, it has been down the fucking toilet. I'm sick of talking about it all the time. But it's great to hear a Northern Ireland accent, someone talk about his country very passionately and also talk about things and give a good, honest opinion. Keep up the good work, my friend, and I hope to visit Northern Ireland this summer and visit back home some of my wife's relatives. Take care. All the best, Albert. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about your wife passing away in 2018. And you said you were here, you were deployed in the army during the Troubles. Fuck, I'm sure that was something for you. Gee whiz, I've talked about that before in the podcast as well, about Troubles here in Northern Ireland back in the day, me growing up as a young lad in the 80s and, or in, the, in the 90s as well. The troubles in Northern Ireland were fucking crazy. They were, they were bad in the seventies as well. Um, you said your wife was in a skill, and she passed away in twenty eighteen. I'm so sorry to hear about your wife passing away. Um, but thank you for contacting me on the podcast today, Albert. Um, you said you had hip surgery as well. I mean, obviously, hope you're 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 walking and stuff, and obviously it's getting you back to good health again. Obviously, you've had a surgery in your hip, so I hope you're doing well. Um, once again, my goodness, there's nothing worse than losing a partner. I'm sure it's it's hard. It is hard. I, I'm, I don't know how long you were married for because you didn't say in your email here, but um, it's it's obviously nice to hear from you. Um, you said you're visiting Northern Ireland in the summer. Um, let us know when you're home in Northern Ireland in the summer. Um, and if you're about in the area where I am at the time, we can maybe meet up for a coffee or something and have a chat. So, But uh, yo, thank you for your email, sir. Appreciate it. And... Again, flip me. I'm sure you saw a few things back in the day when you were deployed in Northern Ireland. Flip me. Some of the stuff that happened in those days. Fucking hell. You could talk about it all night. You could make a 25-part 20, podcast on it. The amount of things you could talk about and the things that I went through as well as a young kid. Crazy. Well, let me know how you're getting on, sir. Keep, keep in touch. And, uh, yeah, I hope your leg's feeling good. And once again, I apologise for obviously hearing about your missus. And uh, I hope you're keeping well. Thanks for the email. I appreciate it, sir. Right, let's get into one of your couple of your Instagram messages here to see. Instagram, there we go. Boom. I love opening my Instagram messages on a Tuesday and Thursday um, for the podcast because a lot of you guys do contact me. And I absolutely love it. It's great. Uh, where are we? Right, let's see here. Right, I did put up an Instagram last night. 
uh, your little asking about you know different things and whatever else. So ask you to send me some questions and stuff. So um, I got any one here on Instagram last night saying, "When is your next trip to Liverpool?" Um, Blackpool and have you still got your cats I've talked about this before but the cats guys one of them has vanished he's gone and the other one lives up the top of the street from me it moved in with a neighbour a few years ago and I see her nan again um, she's popped in the vlogs a couple of times as well um, that was from is it Minton when we're back to Liverpool back to Liverpool next week um, Liverpool Luton um, Blackpool I have mentioned that the Lewis Bickham back in the summer he, he said he doesn't want to go now We've been going there for years as a family tradition. Brooke obviously is 18, 9, 19 nearly. She wants to go on holiday with Paul's family this year. So, I don't know. Blackpool, I haven't got a clue. We were going to go back for the Blackpool Fleetwood game. Um, again, at this time at Blackpool's ground. But because we're actually working that weekend with the welders, we can't go, which sucks. Um, I did say to Lewis, maybe trying to squeeze in a Blackpool game sometime soon, but with work and schools and travel it, I don't know I really don't know um, a question here as well um, from let's have a look and see Denise says hey Matthew this is a question for you from my son okay he wants to know do you play Fortnite and will you ever play Fortnite on your YouTube channel my son is called Adam and he loves your channel. Can you please answer this for him on your podcast? No, I don't play Fortnite. I can't play Fortnite. Funny you say that. I have a vlog coming up. I think it's either going to be the next one or the one after. As you know, guys, we're in the middle of sorting our upstairs at the minute, getting some renovation work done and the room's being done, new floors being put down, walls being fixed up and painted and whatever else. And one of the things is that Lewis got a projector put in his room. And you'll see it on the on the on the blog coming up soon. And one of the things he does, him and his sisters playing bloody Fortnite. He connects his PS5 up to it to play Fortnite. Don't even get me started. I can't play Fortnite. I don't understand Fortnite. I tried it, didn't like it. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> um put it on my YouTube channel. Maybe I could put a couple of clips on me, maybe retry it again. I do get a lot of younger viewers contact me all the time going, when are you going to start doing videos again? On the gaming, you haven't done video gaming in a long time. And, you know, you put a you put a couple of videos up for a football series in FIFA, but you haven't put any more up. And I'm like, right, okay. I'll try and do some more. It's Guys, at the moment, in recent last year or two or whatever, it's trying to fit everything in with the work. It's a nightmare. So it is. So, But I will try my best. Fortnite is not for me, though. I did try it, didn't like it. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your message. I'll get into another one here on Instagram because it does say you guys did put a wee thing up last night on my story saying asking for questions, and a lot of you did contact me. So, you did. So, let's have a look here and see. Right, one here from. Let's have a look. My God, oh, grip. The device is frozen. Come on, unfreeze. What a chance time to freeze on the podcast. Right, I've one here. Let's have a look here and see from King Kingsley. Yes, Kingsley. That's right, Kingsley. Where's Kingsley from? Kingsley's from Barnsley. Hello, Kingsley from Barnes Barnsley. Wow, I've never been to Barnsley in my life. 
Kingsley wants to know, hey Matthew, I know we'd like to talk about all the stories in the news as well. Can I ask you your views on the guy who recently travelled? You talked about it on your podcast. He travelled and can't even speak. He travelled to that lady's house, threw acid on her and her children, and unfortunately now the police said they cannot find him. What a coincidence. What's your view on this? I watched Kitty Hopkins' video one outside Scotland Yard a few days ago, and I would like to know what your thoughts on this is. I know you talked about this story on your podcast, but can I ask you what your view about it is since the police seem to can't find him, as he puts it in, you know, the whole postery thing, I mean, whatever it is. Uh, what's your view on this? Well, pretty much, to be quite honest, it's such a coincidence that he can't be found. Um, it, it It's shocking what he done, but the fact that he can't be found, mm, it's crazy. They said they went out the other day, and you, you touched on that Katie Hopkins video, it actually popped up on my timeline, or my YouTube shorts the other day. Um, where she says, you know, that went the, into the Thames to see if is there any bodies found, whatever, because there was rumours going around that apparently his body was in the Thames. They found another two different bodies, strange, um, in the space of an hour, but they couldn't find nothing to do with him, and they said that they can't find nothing, and they're doing other things now to try and do whatever it is, but it sounds that the her and everybody else that it's being fobbed off, and it basically he's getting away with, they should find him eventually. It's a fucking joke. Like some some of the things, some of the crimes that people are doing, and they coincidentally can't be found. Like what the fuck? If that was me walking into a place and wherever and throwing acid over somebody, I'd be arrested within a few days and behind bars within a week. It oh, I don't know. It's a head scratching one. So it is. Um, I don't know. It it that they should be doing everything in their power to find this guy, especially for what he done to them children and all too as well. It's just absolutely fucking horrendous. Like, but. I don't know, it, and he's not hard to find. I mean, look at look at the state of his face. It's not as if he, he looks like an, an average person you'd see in the street. He has like marks all over his face, burn marks on his face, not too. So he look, doesn't it won't be hard to find. So, but I don't know. It's crazy. So it is. I hope he's fine, and I hope he's brought to justice because for what he done was absolutely fucking disgusting. So it was. But thank you for your message from all the way from Barnsley. Never been to Barnsley. Every time I hear Barnsley, I always think of Barnsley Football Club, Oakwell, and their time back in the day in the Premier League and stuff. That was a long time ago, so they've never been to Barnsley. But thank you for your, your message today, I appreciate it. I'll do another Instagram one here, and then I'll pop off onto Facebook, and then I'll, I'll head down the road here, guys. Let's have a look like here and see. Right, Instagram message request. See, thing is, guys, see, I go on these, this is the truth, right? I go on to these Instagram message requests and see the amount of fucking fake message requests I get from different companies and different people saying, we would like to up, update your, your sponsorship or we'd like to give you more followers on Instagram or I'm a marketing director and I can make your YouTube channel grow for an X amount of pounds or dollars or whatever. I can help your channel grow. All these fake bullshit. Would you like us to... Would you like to be a sponsor of some clothing company in some country I've never even fucking heard of? It's like, delete, 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 delete. You know, it's like, fuck me. And I'm trying to weed out all the good messages. So what I might just start doing is just start fucking screenshotting them all. Just have it all prepped. For, especially whenever I go on to video podcasts. Unbelievable. They about the people just come in with all these fake accounts. You know, if you pay us £5,000, we can have your channel grow. You'll have over a million subscribers within a month. Aye. Dead on, kiss my ass here, or give it to some guy. That, you know the usual one you get of uh, 
some Nigerian fucking king has all this millions of pounds or dollars or whatever it is he wants to send you some, give us your bank details. I hold on here. What's my here? Get my bank details out there, would you? Just give it to that there random fellow over there. Aye, wait, no will. Oh, I don't know. I give up. Right, I'll do one more here before I go. <laughs> one here from Simon. Finally found a normal one. Simon says to me, Hey, Matthew, how you doing? Enjoy listening to your podcast and I've been a big follower of your YouTube channel for many years. Can I ask you, are you a reader of books? And if so, what is your favourite book to read of all time? Also, do you listen to audiobooks? A lot of people seem to be more days going towards audiobooks, but in my opinion, I think it's a lazy way. What's your view on this? Well, Simon, I do read Nan again. Yes, people might say, no, not the fucking menu on a restaurant menu or a football lineup sheet or something like that out of football for some sarcastic fucker. I'll probably come in and say, oh, look at that. Nah, well, whatever. Um, yes, I have read a few books in my time. Uh, a favourite book I wouldn't have because I've read some really good ones over the years. I'm not a massive reader, to be quite honest with you. But I do read a bit. You know, I'm just in the middle of finishing Adrian Edmondson's new book, Berserker, which is just fucking unbelievable. Some of the stuff that guy went through was incredible. I'm a big fan of him since I was a kid, and to read his book is just phenomenal. Um, great book, by the way, guys. If you ever get a chance to read it, read it. I've obviously read a lot of different types of books and different stories and stuff. My daughter would be more of a reader than what I would be. Brooke, she loves reading her, her books as well. Um, you know, she gets that from her mum, because her mum used to read a lot of books. Uh, but no, I, I am a, a, a reader, but not a massive reader, to be honest with you. I, I wouldn't specifically say I have a favourite book that I would read. And that's just being totally honest with you. I've read some really good ones over the times, over the years. But, well, now in saying that there, I'll tell you, I, I stand on my own words here. I do remember when I was at school one time that my teacher used to do a reading once a week of a book to us. Remember the famous book Charlotte's Web? The story of the piggy and the spider and stuff. Um, the spider and the piggy, sorry, says it. Uh, yeah, I remember that book very, very well. I always remember the book cover, and I always used to love her read. It was the way she used to read to us, the way she told the story, the way she narrated the story. It just came across as just she just sucked you in the, the story. I always remember that when I was at school. Always remember that. Um. Charlotte's Web was a good book, I ended up reading that again when I was a lot older, but just the way she used to, it was once a week, I think it was a Monday afternoon or something, it was. she used to read like two or three chapters of it, and the way she done it, and the way she read to us, and it just drawed you in to the story, you know what I mean, you used to look forward to that time of the week where she read that story to us, which was excellent, so it was, so I always remember that very, very well, good memory from school, but that, say I have a Pacific mem- favourite book, I couldn't point a finger on it to be quite honest with you, but thank you for your question. It means a lot. Right, let's get into Facebook here. Right, here we go. Let's have a look here. See, one here from Margaret. Margaret on Facebook. Hello, Margaret. How are you doing? Let's click on your profile and see where you're from. You are from Belfast. You're a local girl. How are you doing? She says to me, Hi, Matthew. How are you doing? Hope you've had a great weekend. A quick question for your podcast. What is your plans for Valentine's Day this year? I actually forgot today, guys. T- today or tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Today's Pancake Tuesday, too. 
here in the UK, which me and Lewis haven't done yet. Or Brooke, because Brooke's away to work today, all day. Um, Valentine's Day plans for this year, Margaret, is nothing. I have zero plans for Valentine's Day this year. Valentine's Day will consist of me. This is my Valentine's Day this year. Same as most years. I'll get up. I'll have a shower. Have my morning coffee. Do my day's work till about three or four. Finish work for the day. Get a bit of dinner. Cup of tea. Go upstairs. Probably get another shower. Stick on some comfy clothes. Come downstairs. Watch TV. Go to bed at a reasonable hour. That's my Valentine's Day. I am doing zero for Valentine's Day. So I am. Because number one, <clears throat> because number one, I don't have a partner. <laughs> Which sucks. But what can you do about it? Um, and again, for a long time, I never really celebrated Valentine's Day because, and I'll give you the reason why, because when I was married, my wedding anniversary was four days later. So whenever I was married to Brooke and Lewis's mum, we used to celebrate both on our, aniver- on our anniversary. We used to do like a, a double celebration on the 18th, which is, God, I was sitting thinking about that the actually the other day. <clears throat> I'd have been married this weekend. I would have been married 19 years. I know, nine, <coughs> I can speak now, 19 years. I got married 2005 when I was 23. I need to take a drink actually before I finish this podcast today. <laughs> um, yeah, 2005, I got married when I was a young boy. And then a few months later, along comes Brooke. But yes, Valentine's Day for me this year, Margaret, is nothing. I'll get no cards, they can never do. I will be out nowhere, which is normal. I will be spending Valentine's Day as a normal day. Now, a lot of people look at it a different way. You know, <clears throat> Valentine's Day is all about making money for the card shops and the florists and stuff like that there. But listen, at the end of the day, you know, Valentine's Day is a day for celebrating the person who you love. Whether you have a wife or a husband or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a fiancé or someone who you care for or whatever, you know, all I can say to you is that there, if, if there's someone out there in this world that you love and whatever else, not even just for Valentine's Day, every single day of the week, show them, tell them, because at the end of the day, one minute they're here and the next minute they're not. Or one minute everything's going great and then it's all over. We're not here for a long time, we're here for a good time. And in saying that there, I'm preaching to myself and I'm sitting here and I'm fucking single. <laughs> but at the end of the day, my experience is if you love somebody, you tell them. So you do so. Because, I mean, I've lost a lot in recent years. I've lost my best friend who unfortunately passed away, which I wish I had told him I loved him more. He's not here anymore. Um, I was married, divorced, had relationships. My last relationship ended uh, out of nowhere, which wasn't nice to say so yeah it's not you know in the past I would have sat when I was on my own going oh more Valentine's Day on my own bollocks you know everybody's out there enjoying themselves and having fun and going away and doing things with their partner and I'm in the house on my own blah 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 if you get yourself into that mindset it'll fucking it'll it'll mess your head up so it will but I'm trying well I'm trying to stay positive 
You know, I get asked all the time by people, even when I meet people in the street, have you not got yourself a new girlfriend yet? No. Why? Because I don't. And why? Because I don't. <laughs> That's the thing. I just don't. I don't. At this present time, I don't want anybody else. I don't want anybody else. So, but I hope that clears it up for you. But at the end of the day, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, and I hope you all have a great Valentine's Day. And I'd love to hear what your stories are for Valentine's Day, because let me know for Thursday's podcast <clears throat> what, you're, what, you're, um, what you were all up to for Valentine's Day, because I'll be enjoying a nice night in the house with a cup of tea. So if anybody wants to contact me on social media, like I'll, I'll have a chat with you, like <laughs> I'm just to say hello, you know. But uh, thank you for your message. I appreciate it. Right, I'll do one more, and then we'll head down the road. So I'll do one more on Facebook, and then I'll call it a day. Right, here we go. Hi, Matthew. How you doing here? And this one comes from David. Let's click on his profile and see where he's from. He's from Newcastle upon Tyne. Hello, David from Newcastle upon Tyne. Let's go back to your question. There you are. Hey, Matthew, how you doing? I know you said in your podcast and your YouTube channel you're a Brewers Newcastle United supporter. Can I ask you, in your opinion, what would your Brewers' favourite Newcastle player be or favourite manager? And can I ask you what your favourite Newcastle United player is and manager? Okay. Well, my brother's favourite player would probably be Alan, well, let's say Alan Shearer. He used to love his, <coughs> Fastino was brilliant when he was a kid. Um, Probably say Shearer, yeah. Uh, his favourite manager, I wouldn't know. My favourite Newcastle manager was either Bobby Robson or Kevin Keegan. And my favourite Newcastle player, and I know a lot of Liverpool fans are listening to this and they're going to go, whoa, why are you saying this for? My favourite Newcastle player and my all-time favourite player of all time, who I adore, I would love to meet someday, Alan Shearer. I would love to meet Alan Shearer one day, just even for a photograph and just to say that I met him because Alan Shearer for me was the ultimate all-round striker. He was a phenomenal footballer. Now, he wasn't as quick as lightning, the likes of a Mo Salah or a Ronaldo or a Messi, but I tell you what, he was some freaking player back in the day. Loved that guy to bits and I would love to meet him someday. Love to meet him someday. Maybe maybe it'll happen, hopefully. But that would be my answer to your questions for you. But favourite manager from abroad, I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Now, I don't, I don't know why he's coming around this Thursday night for a few beers with me. Because he hasn't turned up the last two weeks. But if he turns up this week, I'll say to him, who's your favourite Newcastle manager? Uh, Bobby Robson was a phenomenal manager, Newcastle legend. And obviously Kevin Keegan, who'd done great things. And he also played for Newcastle too as well. So there you go. That answers your question for you. But anyway guys, that's going to wrap us up for today um, Bit of an unusual podcast today Obviously just a few questions and a couple of wee bits and balls I wanted to talk about on the podcast Thursday's podcast will definitely be back I've got a few things I want to talk about on the show um, Also the Jackass of the Week will be back this week So if you have any suggestions for that, let me know I'll put it up on social medias On my stories probably today Asking you for questions and obviously who you think the Jackass of the Week should be Let me know but if you do want to get in contact me, contact the email, which is moorarmypodcast at yahoo.com. Also the Instagram and also the uh, Facebook page as well. And if you want to go to the website as well, moorarmy.co.uk, you can check that out too as well. 
Right, I'm going to go and get my day started. Um, happy Valentine's Day for tomorrow, guys. Hope you all have a great Valentine's Day, no matter what you're up to. Happy Pancake Day for everybody in the UK, too, as well. If you're having your pancakes today, enjoy them. I will not be making pancakes today. So I won't be, so... Well, if I do try. <laughs> but I will enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and your Wednesday, and I will see you back here on Thursday for another episode of the Mur Army Podcast. So stay tuned, guys. And once again... Thank you for all your love and support and thank you for your questions. As I said to you, if I don't get answering your question on the podcast, I will try and get back to you directly myself on the social media pages. So please bear with me. So trying to wait out all the trolls and all the fucking fake emails and all that's every week. It's a nightmare. Right, guys, until Thursday. Enjoy your Tuesday and Wednesday. And I'll see you back here on Thursday for another episode of the Mirror Army Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>